Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Tess Oakwell, and joined by my fellow co-host, and a fellow lover of Christmas and one of uh, Santa's secret helpers, Chris Dewar. Today's episode, we're reviewing the latest Christmas fantasy comedy film, Dashing Through the Snow. This was a film exclusively released on Disney Plus and also on Hulu. Uh, this was directed by Tim Story, starring Ludacris and Lil Rel Howery. So pretty interested in seeing this uh chris and i agree there's been a real big slew of holiday movies uh brand new content uh this holiday season from streaming to theaters to shows to movies so this year we're getting really into the holiday spirit with our reviews uh and we were eager to uh, check out another twist on a christmas uh film so chris give us a brief synopsis of dashing through the snow so ludicrous plays the social worker who is separated from his wife and on christmas eve he is tasked to watch his daughter and he has to go over to his neighbor's house to feed his cat and all of a sudden this guy shows up in the chimney and he full-on believes that this is some kind of burglar he feels like it's a oh this is a crazy santa dressed burglar he soon comes to find out that over the course of the night this guy may be more than he seems and a magic may be relit in him that he had lost many years ago uh from christmas when he was young. So I was interested first off by the title dashing through the snow. Usually, you know, when it has these titles, there's something that, you know, kind of connects to that actual plot, I guess in a way yeah. the like go getter nature of the plot and that it's like, it kind of moves pretty swift. There's this whole subplot of these three kind of like, criminals that are chasing down our Santa Claus figure. So I guess it is kind of like they have to keep moving from place to place to place, but there's really zero dashing through any snow. So I feel like they were like, <laughs> what song title hasn't been chosen yet for a movie? Let's go with that one. Yeah. Um, 
this film, what was interesting to me about this film is that I think there's a much better version of this film out there had they had a bigger budget and went bolder with the plot. It's very contained to like small city. And I think in a way, if the whole idea is that through this night, this main guy is going to find what Christmas really is about and will believe this this is actually Santa Claus he's dealing with, that maybe he needed to go to some more magical places like the North Pole or, you know, a whole toy factory. And I thought there was going to be more to it than there actually is. It does feel so, like, small budget. I did look it up. It had a roughly, like, $58 million budget. So, you know, and there are some special effects and things. But for me, what sells this movie, because overall, I was not a big fan of this movie, is Lil Ray. He is so fun to watch in this because this is, you know, this is not your typical Santa Claus. This is Santa Claus with street cred, and he has some funny lingo, and he he's like a young, hip Santa Claus. And I love the way that they play this character, that they they keep the spirit of what Santa is, but it's like a whole new take for a new generation. And he was just the most like charismatic part of the movie. However, our other Lee Ludacris felt like he was just sleepwalking onto his paycheck, like big time for me. And that was a disappointment. I think there was other actors they maybe could have got that maybe would have had a little more oomph to it to like make you feel because he just he was kind of a one note throughout the whole film, whereas Little Ray was really selling this thing. I liked um, um, what this this version with Harry's version of Santa. And I think because you have a lot of these films where someone doesn't believe in Santa and even though like in the film, there's all this magic happening and it's still like, yeah, whatever. But I like that he wasn't, and I, I can see what you're saying. Like if they, especially towards the end, you have, um, you know, the, the scene where they're always in a Santa movie, there's gonna be a reindeer and the reindeer was like, you know, there wasn't really a good, it didn't look as good. I've seen other like CGI reindeer or whatnot. I feel like I like the idea that the Santa is really kind of the, kind of the tongue in cheek kind of humor. Like, you know, I'm I'm not coming out right saying that you should know who I am um, and kind of really pushing that you need to have the spirit of Christmas. But I really, really does sell sell the movie like I really loved. I love that humor that he kind of brought to it. I do like the kind of the fast paced nature of it, but I do agree. I would have loved to seen um, even a little bit more like a little more kind of magic and a little bit more of that. But I, I feel that. You know, seeing Ludacris and, and other stuff, he is has a, like a good you know bit of humor. But I I could see what you're saying. Like it was kind of like you know he's just kind of going through motions. But I really enjoyed um, what really I loved about it also was a lot of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um, we have uh, an alumni uh, guest from our uh, previous episode, uh, Gina Brion. She gets to get she's the mother of this little family, the the secret uh, Santa spies, which I almost like. I love the side characters, but I almost wish I had more of them because I felt like there was, it was like, I wanted to see more about this. And I like the idea that you meet these, um, these people that also are, they help, you know, deliver gifts. Cause it's a new, it made, it made sense. The idea that I can't deliver this on one night. So I actually have people who are helping do this. And I like, I wanted to see more of that kind of lore of like 
well, how do these people come to be or something like that? I would love to have some maybe flashbacks to Santa throughout the years or something like that. I think that'd be kind of fun because every movie, there's so much lore that you want to see. Like even in movies of past, we saw like obviously very different style movie, but like uh, Violent Night with mm-hmm. David Harbour. I like a little bit of the lore that they had with this type of Santa and whatnot. I would have loved to see more with that. And I almost think that um, this could have been actually a cute, like little limited series where you could kind of mm. explore this a little bit more and kind of spread that budget to do other things. Like, um, because sometimes when it's a fast paced film, it doesn't work as much, you know, where more of those fast paced action ones, if it's more of an action pack, not like a family kind of friendly film, whereas like a film, like maybe, you know, jingle all the way is kind of fast paced, but it, it has, it, it really drives the plot forward very much, but I agree that having it in the city should have kind of expanded it more. Like maybe they ride in the sleigh around the world or um, Santa gets around like this or something, just adding more to the twist on the Santa um, lore and, and, and films. Yeah. I liked um, Oscar Nunez is like the mayor of this town and he's um, he's, obviously corrupt and he's got like the three goons after Santa and it really is kind of one of those like oh there's a mix-up with some devices and I did like the kind of modern take that like Santa would have an iPad now and it would be like he's like yeah it's a whole list and iPad I don't have to you know use the book anymore in that yeah I really liked Gina's character and her husband I thought it was so fun to have like these really like super fans that like have this whole like spy van with all this tech and there should have been more of that it was a lot of the three goons chasing them like almost to the point of like okay we get it now move on um but even not funny like when you think of other christmas movies like classic home alone with harry and marv um even like all the other spinoffs of home alone I i found like those crooks are funny and kind of silly where these ones are kind of they were very not even one note they're half note you know and you know i, I would i would love even for oscar nunez i would love to him been more maniacal because he really can ham it up very well i uh, make him more of like a mustache twirling kind of villain yeah. you know but yeah the villain the villains the bumbling henchmen weren't like anything like you know to write home about like i enjoyed more of the side positive characters and that's more. surprising too because one of them is mary lynn Raxgrub, who She's been in a ton of comedy work, so it was kind of surprising they went that route. Um, Tiana Paris is great as the the wife. Um, she doesn't have a whole lot of screen time. Um, and another one that was kind of surprising that when he showed up, I was like, wow. I was like, I haven't seen him in something in quite a while. Is uh, Kevin Connolly of good old Entourage fame is kind of like the head of this they're not elves by any means, but like there's this kind of group of people that it's kind of like, again, like this faction that Santa has these groups on the ground floor. And they're very, they're very uh, Dickens Dickens uh, or Dickensian. Like it was steampunk Dickens. (laughs) Yeah. Like almost, it was like, Hey, he gave, give Willy Wonka run for his money for his costume. (laughs) So I mean, like, you know, overall, I feel like if you have, young children or you know definitely are fans of Lil Ray and even Ludacris I think this is a a simple it's a 90 minute easy watch it's something new for your Christmas collection but personally for me this is a one and done I think I think if they had taken a little more time and effort with it 
there could have been a better version, but you never know how, you know, what was their time? What was their budget? All that. But I guess what's always nice is with these streaming services is that we are getting constant kind of updates with new stuff that um, if you're not really going to have the time or money to get out to the movie theaters to see stuff, there's going to be new content popping up on the streaming websites. And eventually those new movies will come to Disney plus in time. So yeah, dashing through the snow, you know, has it had its moments? It wasn't a complete wreck, but uh, at the end of the day, wasn't uh, wasn't the best. So he's not going to dash the snow again. One dash, one dash for him. What do you rate it, Taylor? Um, you know what? I you know for what it is for direct to to streaming, you know, I love I love the humor, um, some good moments, but is it you know, is it going to be a Christmas classic for me going forward? Maybe not. I'm going to give it uh, seven out of 10 for me. That's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it 6.5 out of 10. Um, again, I, right. I just think the the plot and some of the writing choices were what woof, but I think some of the performances are great and it is fun to see uh, one of our guests out there killing it on the screen. I hope she keeps doing it. So, But you can continue to check out Dashing Through the Snow that is streaming exclusively on Disney Plus and Hulu. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.